0: Welcome to the Experts Speak podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Experts Speak with Michael DeLon.
1: And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael Delon. Today I'm talking with Casey Gray. Casey, by the way, thank you for squeezing me into your calendar and, and spending a few times, uh, a, a few minutes with me on Experts Speak.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, you're welcome. It's going to be a really fun conversation, Casey. I think you're the first guy I've ever had on my show that does what you do. So, Casey, Casey, if I if I understand right, he he helps people build. Um, I'm going to call it environmentally friendly houses and and we'll get into it, but his company is the conscious builder and it's very intriguing what they're doing. So I want to dive into that. Tell me how, Casey, how did you get to doing what you do today?
0: Yeah so I well I'll go back a little bit so we we call them now like high performance homes it could be environmentally I guess it really depends on what the person wants right because everybody's needs and wants are a little bit different in terms of how we got here I I got into construction because that was my best class in high school, to be honest, right? <laughs> no construction in my family. I just really enjoyed shop class. I had like 98% or something like that. And I'm like, well, it'd be silly of me not to pursue a career yeah. in construction. So from there, I went into, in to do my carpentry apprenticeship. And then I worked for, I really only worked for one company. I learned a ton working for that company. When I started running jobs like additions, like major renovations. When I was at like 21, I think when I started uh, doing that. But I started actually might have been 20, but I started at 17, and then eventually I went off on my own. And the our company turned into the conscious Builder, which is really here to help build, help people build those high-performance homes. Uh, but we do that through renovations, through addition. It doesn't just have to be custom homes. Uh, but yeah, we do custom homes, renovations, additions, and we do a lot of education online through our YouTube channel, through our podcast, and so forth.
1: Okay. All right. So, so let's dive in then when you say high performance homes, educate me. What does that mean at
0: a layman's level? So that means really a a home that performs uh, in my mind with health, comfort, and efficiency in mind. So when you build a healthy and comfortable home, by default, you're going to end up with an efficient home. So if you live in a home, Most people do. If you live in a building, most people do. Uh, This is important. A lot of people don't really understand how homes operate and how important they are, can be to our health, unless you have your windows open. If you're blessed enough to live somewhere where you can live with your windows open all the time, maybe it's less of a concern, but- uh, there are places where you can live like that and mold is a concern, right? So right. there, it, it just becomes, uh, it really, if you think about where we spend our time, the environmental protection agency, and this was a study from quite a few years ago. I remember saying that, um, one of the top risks to human health was indoor air quality. Yeah. Right. And like the top five, but why don't you hear about it anywhere? <laughs> right. So, was, yeah. Uh, so, and there's so many chemicals that are put into our houses. There's so many uh, things that we bring into our houses, not knowingly. And then we keep all of our houses closed up and we run the air conditioner and we think that's better. Like, have you ever left your house and, you know, for a week and come back and you're like, oh, this house doesn't smell right. Right. I'm assuming <laughs> you have. Um,
1: I'm, I'm not going to say anything.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, your house is not supposed to smell like that, right? That's right. really how it smells all the time. We just get used to it. And, uh, if you build a high performance home and you take into account certain things like actually building an airtight home, but making sure that your walls are permeable and so forth. Or if you can implement these things through a through renovation, and then you introduce fresh filtered air 24 seven, then we can start to give you a healthier home. We can start to give you a more efficient home when you start to implement all these things. Um, and I can give you uh, I can give you a really limited term. So you gotta think of our homes like this. So if you think of our body. We breathe through our lungs, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we breathe in often through our nose or through our nose and like the, the filters in our uh, and the hairs in our nose kind of filter dirt right. and stuff. And, uh, and we sweat through our skin, right? We don't sweat through our breath or we don't breathe through our skin. That's how we should be thinking of our homes. We don't want our walls, which is our skin to, to, to breathe. We want the lungs of our home to breathe, so a fresh air system, and we want the skin to be able to sweat if it needs to, right? To so the the vapor or the um, any sort of moisture that builds up to be able to dry towards whichever direction it wants to go. And if you live somewhere like we do in Ottawa, you have both extremes, right? You have extreme cold and extreme yeah. uh, and extreme heat. So you kind of got to build for both climates, which makes it a little bit more difficult. But that's how we should be thinking of our of our homes.
1: That's fascinating. Okay, so I, I come from the old school, right? I, and you'll have to dive into this. Are are your houses made out of like two by fours and things? Because that's what I'm used to. When, I, when somebody says I'm building a house, that's what I just automatically think. Is that how yours are done? And but you put different materials in it to make it um, make it that way. And that's number one. Number two is if somebody has a normal house and they're going to do an, uh, do an addition, you could do that addition and make the addition a high performance addition. Does that work to add on something that's like adding an, another arm to my body or something? Help me understand that.
0: Yeah. So it does. So, uh, so your first question. Um... Oh yeah. Two by fours. Yeah. So where we are, you can really build it many different ways. So where we build, yes, we build with two by fours for the most okay. part, we insulate it. But what's different when you when you start to think about and what's starting to actually be implemented in the code where we are is something called continuous insulation. So uh, if you just have like a two by four, two by six, depending on what you do, like two by six where we are. And the only reason we went to two by six is because we wanted more insulation. Right. But what happens is that like every 16 inches, typically you'd have a stud, that was, yeah. That's what we call That's it. a two by six or two by four. And then you insulate in between it. And then you have a weather bear on the outside air barrier slash vapor bear on the inside. But people don't understand what the difference is. Won't get into all those intricacies. <laughs> um, that's that's pretty well kind of how you kind of slap it together. But you can have a significant performance improvement if you were to take some of that insulation or add some insulation to the outside of the building over top of everything, because every stud is what we call a thermal bridge. Right. Okay. So you lose our value. You lose yeah. insulation value at each one of those studs. So when you can add, so if you build a typical two by six wall, if you were just insulating between the studs, which would give you R22, it actually only gives you about an R17 wall. So you have a significant decrease in how the insulation performs because of the amount of studs that are involved. So we can build a high-performance home that way though. We can add the exterior insulation, we can do double stud. Um, there are people who have done like insulated concrete forms. Uh, we're doing a natural home and there's gonna be partly straw bale. Like that's out of the norm though. Right. Uh, so usually people are either going to like a wood frame construction or concrete of some sort. And then you have to figure out how to insulate it. And on to your second question with regards to the addition. Uh, yes, you can do that. People say, well, your house only performs as good as its weakest link. I would say no, but it's not just about performance either. Like, cause we can rip off an old addition to a house, put a new addition on, not touch the original house. And that house as a whole performs better. Okay. Because it, we've yeah. made that addition so much better than what that hundred year old house sure. was. Yeah. Right. So that might mean though, that maybe you want to have a separate HVAC system for that section. If you can, just because they're going to perform differently. Um, but that also means that that part's just going to be more comfortable. So one thing, I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday, like, well, if my house is a hundred years old, should I really put triple glazed windows in? I said, and, th- and this person lived in New York, right? So they have cold winters. And I said, well, if you're like me and you don't have much hair on your head. Uh, it, there is a big difference. Cause I can actually speak from experience where I had a couch in one of my houses that sat in front of a, just a double pane window yeah. that at the time was, I think about 20 years old. We switched it to a triple glaze, not even like an extremely high performance. We just put in like a basic triple glaze window. That was decent, right? Good bang for your buck. Yeah. And the difference was I could sit in front of that window and feel a draft versus on the double glaze. And the other yeah. one, I couldn't because the inside you can create what's called a convection current yep. so in that cold air from outside cools down that glass and that cold glass hits the warm air inside it starts to create this convection loop and i start to feel it because i got nothing really insulating me back there <laughs> right so uh, once that window changed i never felt that anymore so just that adds to the comfort which to some degree will also force you it kind of you can maybe have your Temperature in your house a little bit lower because you're able to have more comfortable areas and it's more consistent. Because you you have to crank the heat up because of that cold wind that's coming in on you, dude. Exactly. It's like having the windows
1: open in the winter time. (laughs) No, I've, I've only because I've experienced that. Right. And we don't think about as homeowners very much that the the loss of energy through windows, through doors, through circulation, through as you said earlier. I think recirculating bad air so many times in our houses and so many times people you know they suffer from illnesses they get they've got mold in their house but they do or don't know about it that's just one there are all kinds of things things in the carpet all of that so when somebody's thinking about building a house probably a a good thing to do is is connect with you now do you help like design the house or do you take an architect's design how how does that aspect work when should somebody reach out to you
0: so we can do both we can do design build if they already have designs we can come in and work with them uh we're only one one piece of the pie so to speak though what we like to promote is an integrated design process right so you have your designer that like we can do that in-house but you want your designer slash architect or those could be two different people because there's two different things um, you have your energy advisor uh, and then you have your builder or contractor uh, and then that builder or contractor will have other people and then the homeowner right so those four groups need to work closely together to have what through what we call an integrated design process to have a what I would say is the most successful projects because a lot of times what happens is people go out, they get quotes for a design, they choose the cheapest price, get a design done. Then they take the design and they try and shop it around only to realize that, uh, they're not really comparing apples to apples because everyone's going to price something different because usually the plans aren't done. There's yeah. a lot of details missing. So they're like, okay, we'll include this, include this. But then they tell the next guy something different. Um, so they don't get anything that works and they choose a builder and then there's all these changes and then they should have. Anyways, it just, it just ends up being this big, long thing, right? And we've come into yeah. many, many projects and we're like, hey, did you think about this? Did you think about this? And they didn't. And it's not their fault. They just didn't know, right? And I think... I'm not going to say that we're better than designer or the architect. It's just, we bring a different skill, right? We, we right. look at the project differently than what they do. And that's why it's important to have everybody working together from the start. Yeah, no, that, that makes, that makes a ton of sense. And I was thinking not only, not only that, but
1: just the time savings of working with kind of one person who can help coordinate versus shopping everything around. I don't, who has time for that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk about um, is there a, is there a, a cost savings as well. I, uh, obviously, there's a health savings. Um, so I want to talk: is there a cost savings, or how does that play into it long term? Because you, you're better energy efficient and everything. And then I want you to play into that around the um, impact to the environment and why this is is really for the environment and, and everything. Dare I say, better solution? But you know, let's talk about those two yeah. things.
0: So on the cost savings front, it really depends on the scope of work that you do. It okay. it is. Usually people aren't coming to us because they're trying to save money. They might come to us because they want to get off natural gas. Right. Or they just need an addition and they want to, they need more space and they just want to make sure they do it right. Right. Because they plan on keeping it for as long as they can until they get taken out of the house on a stretcher sort of thing. Right. right. So, um, So usually people aren't looking at what we're doing as strictly an ROI, um, but there will be cost savings, like your energy bill will drop. And if you're able to reduce, this is kind of like a passive way, right? If you're you're able to reduce your bill just through adding insulation, making your home more airtight, then that's going to just, you're going to save more and more money year after year because energy costs continue to go up. Right. Right? So if you can decrease that very small now then energy costs go up. Now, if you did, if money was like the only thing that you're looking at, I would suggest solar. If you reach out, I can talk to you about solar. I I can actually do that in the U S we build in Canada, but in Ottawa, but I can help people with solar uh, in about 20 over 20 States. um, in the U S and that can actually save you money right off the bat. And because of the incentives in the U S uh, and you can reduce, like you reduce your bill, get the tax incentive, uh, and you'll just have that fixed bill for the next 20 years. And you save. like, I've ran some numbers and people are saving like tens of thousands of dollars. It's crazy. Right. When yeah. you, when you model this out, so that those, those, that's the only thing that can really save you money. Um, yeah. it's not going to add comfort, but it'll save you money. The other things I'm talking about is going to make your home healthier. It's going to make your home more comfortable. Uh, and you're, you know, you're probably doing a renovation because you want them it's going to improve your lives in other ways. If you're doing a kitchen renovation, you're doing it because you entertain and you want to have that kitchen space, right? So that's a different, it's kind of hard to put a number to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. And let's talk about
0: the, the um, you know, wh- why are you called the
1: conscious builder? Under Help us understand that because I, when I first saw that, I thought, well, that's interesting. But there's a story there in, in how you're trying to make sure, I guess, we we impact the environment and do things right for us, But but unpack that a little bit because I really, I really like that aspect.
0: Yeah, so going to the environment question too that you had asked before, and then I'll get into the conscious builder. The, not everything we do is necessarily, like there's products out there will improve the performance of your home. Like for example, yeah. make it more efficient. That's not necessarily great for the environment, right? Yeah. There's still a lot of petroleum-based insulations and so forth. So it really depends, it's not our, job to tell you what to use in your house, we'll make recommendations. And if we really don't believe in it, we're not going to put it in and we'll just say, no, thank you sort of thing. Right. But there are products that we would recommend for other reasons, for health reasons, for whatever it may be. Now, um, the conscious aspect for me really came from the fact that consciousness is a state of being aware and a lot of people just aren't aware. So where I see our, our role is to help educate people, right. Is to help make them aware of what, Their decisions are impacting right whether it's their health whether it's the environment to some extent like most people when they come to us they've done their research so they know what they want to do and it just takes us asking a few more questions to help narrow down what they're doing why they do it and then most people don't understand the cost and so forth so that's a big part of our implication so there is no one thing that's going to save us uh well there is but it's not necessarily anything that's made by man that's right right. um, (laughs) But uh, I think it's just a combination of everything and and doing what's what you can, you know, baby steps with what you know, um, you know, there's things that go into solar panels that aren't great for the environment, but there's things that go and batteries, we know that's not great and yeah. mining and you know, you hear stories of late the labor, you know, child labor for all this stuff, right? So it's like, how do you do it? Like, <laughs> it's almost impossible to make a perfect decision absolutely at, at yeah. this time yeah. so i think you just have to make the decision for what's best for you and your family and yeah. what you think long term uh and hopefully it's not going to be a decision that that hurts people yeah. uh that you're aware of anyways yeah. right so absolutely we, we can't control everything
1: now talk talk about the um the the process when so let's say somebody's a couple, their family, whatever. They're thinking. They're just thinking about building a house. When should they reach out to you? Is it too early in the beginning stages when they're thinking, or should they wait till they get a little bit further? I mean, what what's the right time for somebody to just say, "We're thinking about building a house," and this this whole high efficiency home thing, or or high you didn't call, high performance home, is intriguing.
0: When's too early to call you? Or we like to be involved right from the start. Because uh, we can help navigate all those, so a big part of our role is to set expectations. Uh, like I said before, most people don't understand the costs associated with building. Yeah. If you're doing a custom home or renovation, it is expensive. I'm not going to lie; it's not a vacation. Right. <laughs> it's stressful. There's a lot of decisions that need to be made. It's all fun at the beginning when you're, you know, dreaming and trying to figure it all out. But when reality hits. It's stressful, right? I'm not yeah. going to lie. We do it all. It's, it's what we do. But um, most people do it once, maybe twice in their life. Yeah. Uh, so I think the sooner you have somebody in that can help navigate that, the better. And in my experience, it's always been the contractor to help navigate that. It's, I think some architects will be like, no, that's going to be expensive. But even a yeah. lot of architects just draw and they don't understand what it takes to build that thing that they're drawing. It might look amazing on paper and we (laughs) could build it, right? And it will look amazing if we build it. But sometimes the things that we need to do in order to build that is just going to be too expensive for what the client wants to pay for, right? So- (laughs) Exactly.
1: So when you're first thinking about creating a, uh, building a home, a custom home or or an addition or something like that, that would be the time to reach out uh, to Casey. And and just just start having those discussions because what they're doing is dare I say different? I mean, you're the first guy I've talked to who's doing this that I know of. Right? I've heard of it before, but I've never talked to anybody who's actually you know doing it. And the fact that you you uh, you educate people. So tell us about your education. You've got a YouTube channel, is that right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the main, our main platform that we use is YouTube. So if you just go YouTube, search conscious builder, we have a ton of videos. We're in the process of kind of revamping everything right now. Uh, I have a podcast as well. We will be putting that on hold for a little bit. Cause we're going to focus more on YouTube, but there's, I have a ton of, but we're not going to take it down or anything. And there's a ton of interviews with industry experts uh, on all sorts of fields throughout the construction industry. Uh, so there's some great content there. Um, and uh, yeah, those would be our two, for. We have the Contractor Academy too, which is more built for contractors. Um, and, oh, that's, but okay. that too, it's there. Uh, but we're just, we're trying to focus and really get where, you know, where can we put out the best content? Uh, and YouTube is likely going to be the best place for us right now.
1: Yeah. Well, I can see you doing really well on YouTube. You're a great communicator. So, um, and, and I can see people searching this all day long because it's very intriguing. it's very different at one level uh, but it it does like you said you you help people just start honing in on what kind of quality of life do i want when i'm inside my home Mm -hmm. at one level and it seems to me that if you're going to go to the time and the expense and the dream of of creating a home you might want to consider having a high performance home and uh, casey and and his team at uh, the conscious builder uh, would definitely be a good place to start. Casey, how would somebody take that first step besides going to your YouTube channel or listening to your podcast? Where where else do they find you?
0: Best place is likely theconsciousbuilder.com. There you can get links to everything we do. If you want to see, go to my personal website, you can just go to caseygray.com. Uh, that also links to everything that we have going on, all of our social medias. Uh, so we're kind of everywhere. If you search a conscious builder, we'll pop up.
1: <laughs> you know, and there's a marketing tip for everybody who's la- who's, who's listening is we're everywhere. And that's <laughs> where you want to be because your audience is everywhere, yeah. As long, right?
0: Yeah, um, it's tricky, but there, there's a lot, right? And that's why we're starting to narrow down. We're still going to keep things going, but it's like YouTube is where yeah. we can have them help people the most we feel.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Casey, thanks for being my guest. I want to encourage people just to reach out to you. You Go to YouTube, go to their website, theconsciousbuilder.com. You'll find him everywhere and see how he could help you think through the process of creating a high-performance home for your family. Casey, thank you for being my guest today. Thanks for having me. Thanks
0: for listening to Expert Speak with Michael Delon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.